This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job, first. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. Am I, or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, with your host, John Rush. All right, I am your host, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Richard Battle joining us now at the top of the 4 o'clock hour. Richard, how are you today, sir? John, we're doing great. Welcome back, and it's great to be with you. Appreciate it very much. Let's talk student loan forgiveness, and we're going to tie this into leadership principles. But um, I've got a lot to say. We won't be able to cover all of it, but we can get you know quite a bit of it done today. And, uh, and this is one of those topics that I have visited numerous times up until now. But let's get into it. Number one, um, is this legal? Was he Was he even, you know, I do believe this is going to get challenged. And frankly, I think it's a good challenge because I don't think he has the power to do this. I mean, President Biden does not have the power by executive order to forgive this much in debt. That's my point. Well, I think it's definitely challengeable and it should be. Hopefully they'll get an injunction and file a suit. I don't think any president has this type of power because we've seen during this administration, especially, the envelope has been pushed to take more power away from the Congress and the courts. And this is, for those of you that, uh, how do I want to say this, Rich? I want to make sure that folks understand the accounting side of things. I think there's a lot of misconception on both sides of the aisle when it comes to this. This is money that taxpayers have loaned, that schools got paid to deliver an education to college-age students. So this is money that's already, if you would, Richard, this is an accounts receivable that we as a country have to each one of these individuals that owe money back on this student loan. We were not only planning on getting that loan money back, but we were planning on getting it back with interest because that's what you do when you loan money. You loan money with interest. So as taxpayers, we're planning on receiving that money back with interest. That has now been canceled. That debt is canceled by President Biden, which again, I think is illegal to do in the first place. And the numbers, Richard, show it being anywhere from, you know, $300 billion up to close to a trillion dollars, depending upon how you figure that number. Bottom line is this is going to go from a, uh, on the balance sheet, it's going to go from a receivable to now an expense. We just shifted it from one side of the aisle to the other. Well, that's exactly correct. And uh, during the Obama term, he's the one that started the federal government into the student loan business. Before that, it was privatized between banks and states and other organizations. And then the federal government took the roll loan and just dished money out to everyone. And that was the signal to colleges to increase their fees and tuition, which we've seen an exorbitant increase since that period as well. And so this is just another way to launder money from the government 
from the taxpayers back through to the political parties so that they can, and the education system, so that they can make more money. That's right. All right, so let's talk about how this is an example of poor leadership. Oh, there's two things that I believe in any especially groundbreaking decision leaders have to consider, and both of them were violated. First is example, and second is precedent. And from the precedent side, this is breaking new ground, and people are upset about it and should be upset Mm -hmm. about it, but this isn't the end. This is just the beginning because of the precedent it set. And we've already seen people asking, well, what about my health care bills or my mortgage or my car loan or my tax bills? And so everybody now is running to the trough wanting their share for their issue. Right. And, and, and this is the other risk that we run, folks, when we talk about this. This is the things that I do feel like we should be discussing, Richard, is, as you're, you're correct, this does set precedence. This sets precedence so that, frankly, any president on down the line if they feel like, for example, we could shift gears and go to the other, because, by the way, this this is a, a a situation here to where this is really padding the voting base, if you would, because the majority of people that are going to have their loans forgiven, Richard, are most likely Democrat, young Democrat voters. We know that. There's no secrets there. That's just what that's what is produced out of that college age end of things. So there, there, I could, we could debate that, but really there's no debate. That's what's going to happen. In my opinion, Richard, this would be no different than the next president coming in and saying, okay, all of you um, evangelical Christian churches that have mortgages on your properties, guess what? They're now forgiven. And or and that's probably a stretch because those aren't government-issued loans. But let's go to the FHA side and say, okay, if you're a Republican and you vote Republican and you have an FHA loan, we're going to forgive it. Where is there any difference here, Richard? Well, there's not, and that's, that's the danger. And part of the thing the precedent does is it continues to change the relationship of the citizen of the government. And the politicians have been doing that at ever-increasing speeds. Uh, years ago, no one would expect the government to be involved in things like this. And the politicians have evolved where it's just a, a goodie bag. They're trying to outdo each other. And mm-hmm. it's both parties are promising things to voters uh, from money to curing cancer to eliminating the vagaries and risk of life where you will never suffer if you just vote for a certain politician. Yeah, and, and they're really, and, and it's in my notes, but it's, it's the truth, and I've said this before, they're picking the winners and losers, which is not what government's supposed to do. Well, absolutely, and that's, that's part of the poor leadership example because it's politics over principle. There's no principle involved. It's the political expediency in every decision. And when you pick winners, you pick losers as well. And it's always bad for the country, whereas principal leaders are always thinking of principal first, and they're thinking of things for everybody, not just selected few people, and we rarely see that anymore. That's exactly right. They also, by the way, I think they're, as we said, they're pandering to certain individuals, which I don't care for as well. This needs to be equal across the board, and frankly, we should have, you know, we should have never allowed government to get into the student loan business in the first place, because much of what you said earlier is exactly right. They never should have got into it the first place. They're there. The reality is that needs to uh, that needs to be ended. Talk about, though, your debate with the former Austin mayor. Well, years ago, and, and this program illustrates it, when they're asking the press secretary, who's going to pay for it? How are we going to pay for it? How much is it going to cost? And she does not answer those questions. 
Well, I found myself on the negative side of a bond issue for affordable housing uh, in Austin several years ago, and I debated the former mayor on the local Good Morning America program, and the program was slanted toward the bond issue and against me. Here I'm debating a former mayor, and I was a young guy, and I finally came up and said they were asking for $22 million, and I said they had no plan for how they were going to use the money. And his response, which is typical of today, he said, quote, unquote, well, you know, there's a certain charm about a vague plan. Mm. (laughs) And so when they're asking for money for this or large uh, tax bills like we saw or the American Relief Act earlier, they come up with dollars, and there's never any plan for how to use it or how to pay for it. And just imagine contracting with a builder to build a house and him saying, okay, it's half a million dollars or whatever number you want, but him not providing you a plan or a time frame or anything Mm -hmm. in when the house will be delivered or what the house will look like. And that's what the politicians do, and it's basically saying, trust me and don't ask any questions. Talk about the statesman leadership end of this. Well, I think principle over power is most important, honor over ambition. We see very few elected officials that exercise that type of leadership now. Our country was based on the ethics of equal justice for all, and no, we've never been perfect at that, but forming a more perfect union, we pursue that ideal, and our best laws apply to everybody, not just select few few people. And so when we're in business or a family, when laws are made like that, the rules are consistent and predictable. We can make decisions on our life, uh, not knowing what interest rates will do now or government budgets or things like that makes it harder to make long-term commitments like houses or business investments because we get whipsawed with the government Mm -hmm. going back and forth. Yep. No, you you are exactly right. And and last but not least, nobody's thinking about the taxpayer here or future taxpayers, I should say. Well, yes, the last constituent considered in any government action right now is the taxpayer. And and the other revelation I had watching this was it's interesting in that we freedom lovers are infuriated because we believe the government's doing too much. But yet the socialists are equally infuriated because they think the government's doing too little. And that's what happens when the government changes its role in being a service to people versus trying to be this one-size-fits-all, give everybody everything they need and eliminate the risk of life. Yep. And, uh, again, I'm with you. Richard, I hope this gets challenged. I I really do. I, I think it will. In fact, I will be shocked if it doesn't. Um, I'm not sure exactly how that's going to work and, and whether they can get an injunction fast enough before this money starts getting doled out. But, but we've got to rein this in. There, there, it's, it's, it's a crime. I'm going to say it that way. It's a crime to allow the president of the United States to obligate the taxpayers to some, could be close to a trillion dollars when it's all said and done. That's not the way this country was set up. It's not the way it's supposed to work. And it's not what that branch of government is allowed to do. Well, that's absolutely correct, and I keep warning the states to stand up, and I think that the actions right now that go on in Washington, and some of them from both parties, demand the states to stand up and claim 
the federalism back because since 1913, mm-hmm. the power shift from the individual and in states to Washington has been breathtaking, and it's still evolving, and the states need to stand up or we won't need state governments if it keeps going this way. Talk real quick before I let you go, Richard, talk about your new book. Well, thank you. Made in America by Americans, not Americans, uh, was released yesterday. And basically, this is a patriotic book. It's an optimistic book. It's a book on leadership and celebrating the American can-do spirit, which both you and I love. And Mm. it's the can-do spirit over our history that's made our country what it is and the country people stream to illegally. And here we have politicians trying to give us a government like these people are trying right. to escape. That's right. And so we need to celebrate and appreciate that can-do spirit, and that's what we're trying to do with these essays. Lord bless you, Richard. Appreciate your time, as always. Thank you so much. God bless America. Thank you, Richard. Appreciate it very much. Have a great week. We'll talk to you next week. Uh, up next, Solar Energy Partners. And again, yes, folks, most of you would qualify for solar, you need to make sure that your house is you know, correct and that you can make this work. But for most people, it can be done. You need a 650 or more credit score, no ding on your debt, nothing on a credit report. It'll never show up down the road. It's just a way for you to save money on your energy bill. It, it really is. And these are a new way of doing solar that you have not seen before as far as how the panels are made and so on. I can let Alan, the owner, share more of that with you, and we're going to interview him in the not-too-distant future and get more of that information from him. But you will save money. Uh, That's just the way this program works. 303-378-7537. When you pay your power bill, 1% of the money is used to hire people whose jobs are to increase your power bill. Never see another rate increase from big energy again when you invest in solar energy for your home with Alan Davis of Solar Energy Partners. Getting you a return for your solar investment is Alan's main priority. You may even receive a negative bill from the energy company, meaning they pay you. Alan's primary concern is saving you money with solar. Enjoy consistent rates, a 30% federal tax credit, and increased market value on your home. Allen only sells what he believes will give you a great financial return. The unprecedented rate increases are only going to continue. Locking in a lower rate now means that no matter what the government lets big energy do, you'll still pay the same rate or less for your energy. Don't pay them to raise the rates on you. Make an investment with your power now. Make your investment today by contacting Allen. Call 303-378-7537. That's 303-378-7537. One of the things, too, that you got to make sure of when you do solar is that your roof is in good order. It's one of the first things that Alan will actually look at. Dave Hart can help you with that and actually help Alan as well. We're going to get those two teamed up. 303-710-6916 is Dave's number. Also find him on RushToReason.com. Rejuvenation protects your roof from Colorado's weather where a replacement doesn't. The snow is all melted and the high winds are dying down and it finally feels like summer. With the snow gone, you can see damage on your neighbor's roof from fallen branches and other damage from intense wind. Thank God you got roof rejuvenation with Dave Hart from RoofMax. Luckily, you got your roof rejuvenated at a fraction of the cost of a full replacement. It gave you a 33% increase in hail protection and reactivated your seal strips so your shingles stayed on even in high 
wince. Your RoofMax rejuvenation restored the strength and flexibility to your roof, meaning fallen branches didn't damage it. Not to mention it makes your roof more water repellent, so snow and rain are even less likely to leak into your home. Call Dave Hart with RoofMax for a safe, effective, and cost-effective alternative to replacing your roof at 303-710-6916. And make sure to mention John Rush at KLZ 560 AM. All right, Affordable Interest Mortgage is next. Kurt Rogers, he is my mortgage broker, and he could help you as well. Self-employed individuals, never fear. He's an expert there as well. 720-895-0500. Want to keep making your 30-year payment but own in 15 years? Want to be able to access your equity for future needs and not pay for it now? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. We have been showing Coloradans how to own their home in less time without changing their 30-year payment. Home values are at the highest in their history. Take advantage of being able to access your equity for 10, 20, 30 years without making payments now. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Worried about inflation? Everything getting too expensive? Learn how to be able to access your equity without having to refinance and pay closing costs over and over and over. Do it once and you're good for 30 years. Affordable interest mortgage, 720-895-0500. Tired of paying too much interest to own your home? Stop. Learn how to lower your total interest cost, 720-895-0500. Locally owned and operated since 2001, and where it's all about you is not just our motto, it's who we are. NMLS 298-191, regulated by DORA. Extreme Auto Repair, folks. Make sure that your vehicle is in tip-top working order as we head into the winter months. We could definitely have a, probably will have a harder winter than we had last year. Last year, we got off to a really, really late start. Predictions are that won't be the case this year. So get in early, get your vehicle taken care of. And if you need tires, they can help you with that as well. KLZradio.com, 303-841-107. Feel right. Maybe they're telling you to fix a bunch of stuff you didn't even know was broken. Maybe their prices seem surprisingly high. The team at Extreme Auto Repair in Parker will give you a second opinion for free, so you know what's reasonable and what's not. They can typically beat the prices of their competitors, but they won't hold it against you if you decide to go back to the first guy. Either way, you have the peace of mind. The team at Extreme Auto Repair wants to keep you safe and help your vehicle last longer, but they never want to pressure you into repairs that you don't really need. So with every estimate, the team at Extreme Auto Repair will give you a priority list, showing you all of your recommended maintenance items in order, from most to least important. That way, you decide what you want to take care of now and what can wait until later. Free second opinions at klzradio.com extreme. Promises kept. Putting reason into your afternoon drive. This is John Rush. All right. There's a couple of memes that are floating around the Internet, and I wanted to touch on them, mainly because of what Richard and I just talked about a few minutes ago. First one, and this is just total insanity, and I have no idea if any Christian would actually put this up. If they are, then they're just very, very misinformed. But if you're a Christian and you're mad about the possibility of student loan debt being canceled, let me remind you that the entirety of your faith is built upon a debt you couldn't pay that someone stepped in and paid for you. Yes, the last statement is true, but that has nothing at all to do with student debt being canceled. Nothing. Zilch. Zero. 
Actually, quite the opposite. Scripture is very clear on us paying debts and making our word, you know, being true to our word and, and paying back the things that we owe. The cross of Calvary and what it did for us in salvation can't even be in the same sentence. So whoever wrote this is a complete moron, total moron. And if you're a Christian and you believe this, you're as much a moron as the person that wrote it. Yes, I said that. This is not one and the same. Please do not pull the Christian card on student loan forgiveness because it is not one and the same, not even close. In fact, it's utter, to, it's utter stupidity to even bring it into the same sentence. Yet, I've seen this on more than one place on Facebook because I guess some people feel like this is the quote-unquote Christian thing to do. It's not. By the way, this isn't your money to spend, nor is it Joe Biden's money to spend. This is other taxpayers' money that you're spending. I guess if you as a Christian feel like somebody's student loan should be canceled, then go pay it off for them if if you feel that obligated. Let it be your money. Because frankly, I don't want my tax money going here. That's not what I as a taxpayer want for this country. Nor do I feel like it's biblical. If you think I'm wrong, show me scripture verse, chapter and verse where I'm wrong. Okay? If you're somebody that feels like this meme is correct, I don't think most of you listening do, but if there's somebody out there that does, send me chapter and verse the the claim that this is the case and I'm wrong. It's utter insanity to put anything up on Facebook along these lines. Because no, this is not the Christian way, nor does it have anything to do with Christianity, in my opinion. The forgiveness of student debt, I mean. Not the last part of this. The next one. PPP loans were created in 2020. Within one and a half years, over 80% of them have been forgiven, totaling $600-plus billion. Student loans started around 1958 to 1965. Actually, that's an incorrect statement because federal student loans didn't. Federal student loans started under Obama. Okay, I want to make sure we're clear on that. that that's another thing where this is completely wrong. 60-plus years later, and a 0.6% of student loan debt has been forgiven. Um, no, folks, that, again, not the point. We're talking up to, could be a trillion dollars of student loan debt forgiven, depending upon how this all shakes out. It'll at least be five, six hundred billion. It'll be the same as a PPP when it's all said and done. No one asked how we would pay for business loan forgiveness. Actually, we did ask. Again, incorrect statement. All of us, myself included, when we were doling out this money in the you know COVID relief end of things, we were all asking how this is going to get repaid, and we knew this was going to be passed on to our grandchildren. So yes, we did ask that question. All of us did. On the same token, I think a lot of folks felt, myself included, that when you shut down businesses because of nothing they did on their own, and you affected them in a negative way, what are you going to do to help them? Again, much, much different than student loans. Not even close to one and the same. These businesses did not ask for the debt that they had to you know, take on or the employees they had to continue to pay or the, the, the fact that they had to shut their doors or they had to shift their entire business model around because government shut them down. That was not their choice. Student loan is. 
completely their choice. But these businesses did not choose to have happen to them what happened during COVID. None of us chose that, by the way. Government chose that for us. Government didn't choose to have you sign on the dotted line to have a student loan. I know they were in the business and shouldn't have been, but nobody forced you or handcuffed you into having a student loan. You did that on your own if you're somebody that had one. And no, it is not my responsibility as a taxpayer to forgive your loan. Not at all. As you can tell, chaps my hide that we're doing this. No one took my debt. No one paid it. No one paid my mortgage. It's crap that we're doing this, 100%. And anybody that thinks otherwise is sorely mistaken. You're not looking at things correctly. This is not going to help our country. It's not going to help the economy. It's actually going to be, it's going to do both in the opposite direction. It's going to hurt these individuals. It's going to hurt the economy, and it's going to hurt you as an individual taxpayer. Period. End of discussion. We'll move on. Bruce Simmons is next. He is our reverse mortgage professor. Speaking of debt, some of you may have your house completely paid off, but you need some money. You need some, you need some of that equity back. You can take it and do something with it, including live off of it if need be. Might make your life a lot easier. And Bruce can explain all the ins and outs of a reverse mortgage and how it might work for you. KLZradio.com, 303-467-7821. A satisfied Bruce Simmons client. I first started listening to him probably about three or four years ago. The first show intrigued me, so it got me to the point where Bruce explaining things, you know, I felt like I could trust him. I decided, because I was also searching for financial planners, and he was talking about the possibility of using a HECM or, a rever- you know, other reverse mortgages for, as a fourth leg to your, to your retirement planning. You know, it's a fourth leg to stand on. If you really need the cash flow, you know, which is what my case was, I really need the cash flow because I don't have all that much saved. He didn't sugarcoat anything. For someone like me, I just thought, you know what, this is making more and more sense to me that he was just as ethical and as upstanding as they come. Hi, Bruce Simmons here with Reverse Mortgage Radio. I can answer your reverse mortgage questions. Visit klzradio.com slash reverse to learn more. All right, Golden Eagle Financial, Al Smith, he is up next. And again, he wants to help you with your financial future and advise you on what you should or shouldn't be doing when it comes to retirement. KLZRadio.com, 303-744-1128. While you can't avoid every risk, you can create a plan to make losses less likely with Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial. As you approach retirement, you are less tolerant of market risk because you can't afford to lose money to market volatility. When you reach retirement, you no longer have income to replace what you may lose. Your nest egg is your income because you are no longer employed and usually don't have a consistent cash flow. When you have concerns about the safety of your nest egg due to market volatility, Al Smith and Golden Eagle Financial can help you with strategies that will minimize your risk. In or near retirement, you no longer have the time you did when you were younger to replace what you may lose due to market volatility. Protect the investment of your time and preserve your money with retirement planning from Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial. Connect with Al today at klzradio.com slash money, or you can call Al at 303-744-1128. That's 303-744-1128. Advisory services offered through Foundation Investment Advisors and SEC-registered investment advisor. Geno's Auto Service, folks, 303-794-6700. Get that vehicle in. Get it ready to go. Prior to winter hitting, you can find them at genosautoservice.com, and that's Geno's with a J.
Geno's is having a sale on all Napa air, oil, and cabin filters. One of the best things you can do for your vehicle is to have the oil changed at your recommended service intervals. Napa high-performance filters can increase power and help with fuel economy. Does your vehicle's air conditioner put out a musty or mildew-like smell? Cabin filter contaminants can cause allergies and compromise airflow volume. Geno's evaporator cleaning and a new Napa cabin filter will take care of that. By replacing your cabin filter, you will be restoring efficiency and clean air in your vehicle. Give us a call or go online to schedule an appointment. To make your life simpler, Geno's offers loaner vehicles so you can drop your car off and pick up when ready. We are AAA approved and located at Bowles and Platte Canyon. We invite you to check out all our Google reviews. Take care of your car and save on Napa filters. Stop in or visit us online at genosautoservice.com. That's Genos with a J. I'm John Rush, host of several shows here at KLZ. Most of you have heard me talk about the cabin I lost in the Troublesome Fire up in Granby in October of 2020. But what most of you don't know is that it was insured through GIA, Group Insurance Analysts. Losing a home or anything near and dear to you is traumatic enough. The last thing any of us need is to fight with an insurance company to be made whole again. GIA not only helped me find the right insurance for a mountain property on the front side, they were with me through the entire claim. They even called to check on us prior to the fire as we all watched the news and knew it was getting close to our property. I can't say enough about how GIA and David Anderson helped us through this major life event. Losing your home is stressful in and of itself. Trust me, I can tell you that. But you can relieve some of that stress with the right company by your side. So for all your insurance needs, call GIA today at 303-423-0162. And if you have a mountain property, ask for David Anderson as he is their mountain home expert. Group insurance analysts. Find them at klzradio.com. Now, back to Rush to Reason. Brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. And don't forget, tonight at 6 o'clock, we do not replay that first hour. We will have the National Crawford Roundtable playing. And you can also uh, watch some of the video. We try to do as much video on that as we can by just going to the main Crawford website as well. But uh, in regards to tonight's National Crawford Roundtable, believe it or not, we actually talked kind of in a second part when it comes to the... You know, the whole student loan, student debt forgiveness end of things kind of took a different aspect of it and and looked at it a little bit differently and and kind of brought some of the spiritual aspect into it as well. And just talked about college in general and whether you should send kids, not send kids, what happens there and so on. Had a really good, lively discussion along those lines. So if you'd like to listen to the National Crawford Roundtable, just stay tuned. We, We do play it here at KLZ in its entirety, so we do the full hour, so you don't have to break it up that way. So if you want to listen to it, that'll be tonight at 6 o'clock as well. Rick Keller joining us now. Rick, welcome to Rush to Reason. Well, thank you for having me. Look look forward to chatting with no, you. No, appreciate it very much. So you fired from Wendy's, couldn't flip a burger fast enough, but went on to graduate from Vanderbilt Law School, and you served as a U.S. congressman as well. By the way, thanks for joining us. I appreciate it, and, thank, and thanks for, uh, thanks for uh, failing at flipping burgers so you could go on and do bigger and better things. <laughs> Yes, after I got fired from Wendy's, they said I didn't have what it takes to make it in fast food. That that really just left me with one choice, you know, running for Congress. So what are you going to do, you know? <laughs> that's, that's actually pretty good. Um, you got a new book out, Chase the Bears, Little Things to Achieve Big Dreams. And, Rick, I'm a guy where I still believe 
We haven't screwed it up that bad yet. I know we're kind of on our way uh, as we talk about things you know, daily here on Rush to Reason, but the reality is I still believe America is a land of opportunity. You can still, you can still achieve big dreams. I'm, I'm living proof of that. I mean, I'm a guy that didn't even go to college, didn't make it that far at all, Rick, and, and somehow, some way, you know, ended up on radio. I'm not sure exactly how, but I still believe America is a place where you can achieve big dreams. Absolutely. One of my, in fact, one of my favorite stories in in the book is um, is the story of Larry King getting getting started, and uh, he didn't go to college either. And he talks about how he he got started in the radio business, and it was his first day, and he couldn't he couldn't even open his mouth. He was just so he was so scared, you know, and more than he thought it was going to be. And and he said he found out the secret when when the theme song went back on. He said, "Look, guys, this is what happens. My first day. I'm scared. My real name isn't even Larry King. They just gave me that a few minutes ago, but." But uh, I, uh, I'm here, and I want to do the best I can. And just being honest with you, and he said, uh, from that moment on, he, he's been successful. He, he learned if you're just authentic with your audience, um, you'll connect. And I, I imagine that's what you've been doing out there as well. Well, try. I mean, what I've tried to do is take a lot of the, I guess you could say, life experiences. I've been self-employed since I was 22, still own a business, and I try to take a lot of the, you know, just life experiences that have happened over the years, and then and then use them. And on the same token, Rick, I feel like being in business that long you you know you learn certain things i know very well how you know government works and a lot of the regulations that are placed on us as business owners i realize the taxes that we pay and in fact a lot of taxes that folks don't even think about that we pay like matching fica tax that we all pay on each employee you know everybody forgets that i'm paying that not the employee and somehow through throughout you know all of the political conversations that happen nobody ever gives me credit for doing that rick yeah, what's what's wrong with them? You know, they they probably want more of your money there to spend a little more up there. Uh, typically, they do. In fact, that's a lot of what we you know talk about on an ongoing basis. And and folks don't realize that you know m- m- you know we just got done talking about the student debt you know issue that's going on and whether or not that gets completed or not and whether there is a lawsuit there to stop that from happening. Who knows? But you know people don't understand how that works. And the reality is that's money that we have owed to us as taxpayers with interest that's now not going to come back in. That now moves from a receivable to the the expense column on a P&L. Now, granted, the government doesn't have one of those because so they don't know how to make profit. But the reality, Rick, is we're you know we we have been on the hook for that. We are now permanently on the hook for that. Is the best way to say it. Yeah, you know when I came to the conclusion after after eight years of, of serving in Congress is that low taxes are the best way to go because yep. if you give them the money, they're going to spend it. And right. no matter what, it's like a kid in a candy shop. That's you give right. your kid five bucks, and he's going to spend five bucks. You give him two bucks, he's going to spend two bucks. You know. So I always ask the question. I, I I apologize for not doing that. You know, first off, but why the book? What 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 got you started on writing this in the first place? So I didn't meet my father until I was 14 years old, and it was kind of a dramatic moment. And in the first meeting, he said, I know I haven't been there for you, but I, I want you to read this book, Rick. And he handed me a little paperback book called uh, Think and Grow Rich from Napoleon Hill. Okay. And I read it six times, and I wasn't quite ready to call him dad. I just met the guy for another three years and wasn't ready to use the secret formula in the book uh, for another three years. But I went off to college, and I set a goal, and I used the success formula there of graduating first in my class with a 4.0, and I did. And then I used a goal of getting elected to Congress, and that happened. And now that I'm a little bit older, I thought, you know, it would be really cool to write a book that would change people's lives, just like that book changed my life. Hmm. And it's sort of a modern-day version of Think and Grow Rich um, 
what makes it different than, than just about every other book out there is it talks about lots of inspirational success stories. And I gave you one, Larry King, for, for example. Right. But what makes it different is it gives you the how-to part of it, okay. how to specifically achieve your goals by using uh, setting goals the smart way and using auto-suggestion and visualization. And I think it's going to be game-changing for young people. But that was my motivation in, in doing it in the first place. Give us some insight on some of those things you just mentioned. I mean, in other words, give us a little, you know, a couple of little tidbits that folks can leave here with, and and not only to, you know, you know, buy the book and see what the rest of it is all about, but to give them a little insight into how they can achieve some of those dreams. So let me give you a perfect example. I just talked about the three-step formula, and I don't think anybody's ever done it better than Jim Carrey. And so Jim Carrey's dad got laid off from being an accountant, and Carrey says, "You know what? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna." go for it. And you can fail at what you don't want. I'm going to, I'm going to go for it. And he goes to Hollywood. It's frustrating. Tries out from Saturday night live three times, gets rejected. And then he implements this formula and he's a, a, an advocate of it. And then, number one, he wrote down a specific goal with a specific timeline. He said, I'm going to, he wrote himself a check for $10 million uh, for acting services rendered by uh, November of, t- of 1995. So that's step one, a specific goal with a timeline. Step two is the auto-suggestion, saying it over and over. So every morning, every night, he, he'd pull out that check from his wallet and look at it and, and tell himself he's going to do it. And then he step three is, is visualizing it and happen and, and seeing yourself working with the directors and seeing yourself up on the stage getting the award. And sure enough, just before November 1995, he got a $10 million check uh, for Dumb and wow. Dumber. Wow. And it's, it's a good example of him using it, but it's the same exact formula that I used. I mean, when I got a 4.0 GPA in college, you, you got to put it in perspective. I was a C student in high school. I'd mm. been fired from Wendy's, for God's sakes, you know. And when I ran for Congress, it was the same thing. I mean... I didn't have any rich friends or political connections. I never held office before. I was losing in the polls by 27%, out fundraised 4 to 1, and was able was able to pull it off. And so I hope that people get this book. I'd give it away to free if if I could because I really think it's going to change change lives, especially for underdogs. Well, and I and I think everything you just said by the way, fully agree with and I think sometimes we visualize those things we don't really know that we're doing it to be successful but i I can fully understand what you just said a moment ago and i tend to have that same uh outlook i guess you could say it doesn't really matter what it is rick whether it's you know a business that you're looking at potentially acquiring or just different things you want to achieve in your life i tend to be that person not tend to be i'm that person where i can say okay i can visualize x or i can see myself doing x and i I am a i'm a person that you know, I, I'm not one to say that just because you believe something's going to happen, it will. But if you don't ever believe it's going to happen, how could it? Yeah, and I think you're a good example of, of the first principle I have, and that is, is use your gifts, man. Do, do the thing that God has given you. Yeah, and your amen. gift is the thing that you do the best with the least amount of effort. It's easy for you. Not, not a lot of people can stand up and give a speech or go on the radio and TV, but it comes easy for you. It, it's easy for me, too, but, but I couldn't change a spark plug. I, I couldn't reprogram a computer. I mean, Albert Einstein won a Nobel Prize um, in physics, but I guarantee you if he had tried to be a professional bull rider, he would be yeah. e equals MC squared on his butt in less than eight seconds. You just got to use your gifts, man, and that that's a You know, super, and thank you. I, 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 hey, I appreciate you saying that, and I, I 
think that's one of the things, Rick, that we do an injustice to our young people today. And what I mean by that is we sort of had this mentality today or this this teaching mentality of, oh, everybody can be a winner. Well, everybody can be a winner if they're doing the things that God gifted them to do and they're good at. But if you suck at singing, but you want to go on American Idol and be the next superstar, chances are it ain't going to happen. Uh, a thousand percent agree. I, I think you've been given a, a mission. You've been given a gift. I think the other thing that we've been given that I'd like to see more people trust is is their intuition, that, mm, that good internal GPS system. Man. Yeah. I mean, when I was running, the head of the party asked me to asked me to drop out and says, you, you don't have what it takes here, buddy. And I have to tell you, there was no logical reason for me to stay in this race. But my intuition was saying, you got this, man. It's going to be okay. And I had visualized myself mm. up on the stage on election night. And what was so weird, for 10 years I had seen that, when I got up on the stage on election night, it was exactly wow. how I had envisioned it. I mean, wow. exactly. I mean, everything. It was. It's freaky, though. It, it is at times. I, I get what you're saying there. I, I fully understand that. And it's not like you've got any kind of crystal ball or premonitions or anything along those lines. But I do feel that, Rick, uh, you know, God gives us the ability to use wisdom and common sense and the thing, intuition, what you said a moment ago. And I think it's a combination, by the way, of several things. I think intuition comes from evaluating circumstances, having a gut feeling, if you would, but then also looking through it on, on a wisdom basis and just knowing you know, hey, yeah, you know what? I can do this. I can make this happen. And here's why. And I also think you can over-evaluate some things to the point where, you know, it's that analysis paralysis where you never do them. And I'm not talking about that. But, you know, you can make some educated decisions and still use your gut to move forward. Yeah, absolutely. And and everybody stumbles. But my, my view is if you're using your gifts for the greater good, you you're going to stumble, but but you're not going to fail on a permanent basis. Mm. And like, for example, one thing that, that I did have a little bit of a secret weapon is humor comes pretty easy to me. I know it comes easy to you. And what was life-changing for me was I was in something that was like American Idol for politicians. In, in D.C., they had all these CEOs who decided to put some big money into a handful of races. They picked 16 people. And my competitors were people you know, Mike Pence and Jeff Flake and big names. And mm-hmm. I was the last one picked. And everybody was serious and talking about laugher curves and taxes. And my gut instinct was, don't be that way. Just be yourself. And so I said, you know what, guys? I've been waiting here for hours, and I feel like Elizabeth Taylor's seventh husband on his honeymoon night. Uh, Technically, I know what I'm supposed to do, but at this point, I don't know how to make it interesting for you. That's hilarious. And that group, they erupted, and they ranked me number one, and they sent me $400,000, and a few months later, I was a U.S. congressman. Wow. Great story. And they were just doing what came easy for me, and, and I want people to to do that for themselves, whatever that gift is, whatever that thing is that comes easy for them. Where do they buy the book? Buy the book, Chase the Bears, Little Things to Achieve Big Dreams. It's uh, available now on uh, on Amazon, pre-order, and will be in all the bookstores on uh, September 27th. You've also got a website, Rick Keller, so it's R-I-C, folks, by the way, R-I-C-K-E-L-L-E-R.net. That's the other place you can find it as well. I know that because I went there. You got it. And, and because everybody misspells my uh, first name, it, even if you did the misspelling of R-I-C-K uh, Keller and you not not that, it'd, it'd go there too. So awesome. I encourage people to, to go there. I've got a, a TEDx talk there. It's kind of funny and called The Secret Power of Self-Deprecating Humor. Very cool. Yeah, love, 
love love people to to check it out and uh thank you so much i what an honor you know to be well, on the radio with you it's been likewise such a pleasure likewise no i feel the same way i'm glad you joined us you're welcome anytime rick i, I love talking to guys like you a man after my own heart keep up the great work and uh, let's get the book into the hands of, of individuals so they can have a better life you bet well thanks so much john you bet rick appreciate it very much chase the bears little things to achieve Big dreams. High Five Plumbing, by the way, is next, and they want to help you with all of your plumbing needs. In fact, you may have something sitting around the house where you intended to install it, but just haven't had time and or maybe the ability. Maybe it's a little bit over your head. You know what? There's no harm in calling somebody, no shame in calling somebody to have them come and help you get that done. 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. That is High Five Plumbing. Experts need physical eyes on the problem, but you'd like to know how much it's going to cost before you commit to one plumber, especially when it's a big fix. Hi-Fi Plumbing gives you FaceTime digitally with Hi-Five Live, because to give you an honest quote, ethical plumbers need to see the problem. With Hi-Five Live, you get the real price without waiting around all day. Your session tells you what needs to be done faster than seeing an in-person plumber. That way, you get the chance to talk to a master plumber before they dispatch anyone to your location. Get your estimate while avoiding any unnecessary wait times and substantial dispatch fees. For a limited time, KLZ listeners get a free tub of pipe clearing BioClean with the completion of any service. Schedule your appointment service fee free by mentioning KLZ through High Five at HighFivePlumbing.com for an estimate from a real plumber. That's HighFivePlumbing.com. You can also call 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. That's 877-934-4445. All right, folks. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. Yes, they'll save you money as well on your energy bill. Lots of ways to do that. And uh, I would encourage you to have them out. Have them do an analysis of what's going on in your home. And again, ask about all the different things they have. They've got an AC furnace tune-up special coming up as well. 720-526-0231. Think about what you have at home right now that could be damaged in a surge. The average home is exposed to thousands of electrical surges every day. Protect yourself from a potentially harmful electrical surge with absolute electrical heating and air today. Most of these surges are harmless, but without the proper surge protection, you face permanent damage to major electrical components. Anything plugged in without internal surge protection is at risk, including your refrigerator, furnace, air conditioning, or dishwasher. Safeguard your assets with surge protection installed by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. Newer appliances usually contain computer chips that are more expensive to replace than to protect. At that point, considering the current chip shortage and wait times, you might as well buy the appliance again. Avoid potential loss. Get a whole home surge protector installed by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. 720-526-0231 or visit klzradio.com. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. All right, Michael Bailey, have him help you make sure that your estate is in order. Want that done prior to something happening to you. And by the way, it doesn't mean death. There's lots of things that can happen, medically speaking, where you make sure things are dialed in on your estate as well. 720-394-6887. Michael Bailey talks about the darkness of facing a life-or-death situation up front, so you and your family don't need to worry about it later. He does everything in his power to make it less scary while teaching you what you need to know about end-of-life and crisis scenarios. Unfortunately, you're either prepared or you're not. There is no middle ground. So you should be involved now in who gets to make the big decisions about what happens to you later when you aren't able. 
Michael Bailey helps you understand what you need in your estate plan and why, doing everything in his power to take the fear out of it. You want to be prepared for how an unplanned situation could affect your loved ones, even though it's hard to think about now. In the long run, you and your family will be well prepared and more confident about the unforeseen. Mobile estate planning from Michael Bailey means you don't need to dwell on the what-ifs. Set up a free, zero-risk consultation at klzradio.com estate today. Don't make this another missed opportunity. Stop spinning your wheels by working yourself to death while just trying to keep your business from sinking. Stop ignoring your options and take help from John Rush. He doesn't want to work with you to see your business just survive. With a free 30-minute consultation, John will give you an overview of how you can make your business thrive, even through something like a recession. You know you've been looking the other way and that you needed help a long time ago. John isn't here to judge you. He's here to help you succeed. Get off dead center and choose more for your business and for yourself. Email John Rush now at john at rushtoreason.com. Again, that's john at rushtoreason.com. This isn't rage radio. This is real, relatable radio. Back to Rush to Reason. All right, here's a topic I would like to spend more time on, and maybe I will in the future. You've heard me talk about it some, but because I watched the Apple presentation today, and I just hate when this term is used because it's a lie. Because this doesn't exist. I don't care what company does what. Carbon neutral doesn't exist. It's a fallacy. It's a flat out lie. When you hear a company, even like Apple, say, oh yeah, we're carbon neutral and we plan on being you know, completely carbon neutral as a company by 2030. <clears throat> Unless they all die, shut everything down and stop producing anything there is no such thing. Because to produce anything, something else had to be used to produce it in the first place. You can say, well, you know, our, our, our building, this corporate building, it's carbon neutral because we offset all of the energy used by wind and solar. Well, what do you think built wind and solar in the first place? Carbon, energy, oil typically, coal in a lot of cases. So see what I'm saying, folks? It's, it's a fallacy. It's a, it's a term used by the left because it feels good. But much like the left, it feels good, but it ain't real. It's not true. It is, in fact, 100% a lie. I would challenge anyone out there to prove me wrong. Please, someone, prove me wrong. Tell me how I'm wrong. If you produce anything at all, if you turn on a light switch and consume any amount of electrons, those electrons were produced some way, somehow, and I guarantee you, oil at some point had to enter into the equation or you did not flip the light switch on and, and light did not come out. There is no such thing as carbon neutral. It is 100% a lie. So anytime you hear that, we as conservatives should start correcting that on an ongoing basis because it's impossible, absolutely impossible to have anything be carbon neutral. John, I got about a minute. Go ahead. All right. So first of all, uh, please define carbon neutral. Let me define it for you. It means 
that we are neutral such that we are either capturing deal i know your voice you always disguise yourself as a conservative you're not you're a bleeding heart liberal i'm sorry that you're mentally ill and you're on the liberal end of things but again you cannot prove me wrong it is impossible to be carbon neutral period period especially a company the size of apple it's it's physically it's mathematically impossible, period. American National Insurance is next. What's not impossible is having great insurance and saving money at the same time. And Paul Lewinberger can help you with that. 303-662-0789. In tough times when gas is high and inflation is making everything more expensive than it was before, it's tempting to cut your coverage, but you never have. You know that the market will go up and down over time. Instead of cutting your coverage, You work with Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance because he rewards your responsibility with his rebate program. You're the type of person who already handles everything on the front end. So by working with Paul, you get a return for your investment because you treat insurance like insurance and not a bank account. You don't make claims on every little ding and scratch you notice on your vehicle when you didn't park well. You expect wear and tear and budget for small expenses. You budget because you know that when the economy gets worse, less people will be fully insured. Cutting back costs them more than the money they thought they were saving. Call Paul right now, 303-662-0789. Again, 303-662-0789. You're already responsible, so get rewarded for it. Stay up to date with Rush to Reason after the show on Twitter at Rush to Reason. All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Isn't just like a liberal to call in, not be able to back up their point, and then you have to use a swear word, which you didn't hear because we have the ability to delete that out. So if you heard a little pause there, you know what happened. But isn't it just like a liberal when they can't defend themselves, you now have to start using four-letter words. Typical. Typical. That's why I call being liberal a mental illness, and I'm not wrong. We'll be back. Hour three is next. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.